Welcome to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, a podcast about helping youth workers win. So whether you are the youth pastor, an amazing volunteer, or even a dedicated small group leader, this podcast is for you. Each week, you'll hear the best tips when it comes to youth ministry. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And here's your host, Anthony Vargas. Welcome back. You made it. Episode two here of the Youth Pastor Tips podcast. The purpose is in the name. I want to equip the youth pastor. And that's why I named it Youth Pastor Tips. Any awesome youth ministry begins with a healthy youth pastor. But more than that, I'm here to help all youth workers win at what they do. I hope that you found the first five tips uh, when speaking to students helpful. And I hope that served as a maybe a reminder or maybe you just learned something new for the first time. Either way, I have five more tips uh, that I've learned to make me a better teacher of God's Word. And you can expect every episode to have a list of tips focused on certain areas of student ministry. And I love lists because they are direct. The application is clear and it gets to the point and wasting no time. And that's what I want to do on these podcasts, do short podcast packaged up with great content because I know as a podcast binger, I recognize that there's way too many podcasts out there that waste people time. Um, and that's not the goal for this podcast. In fact, my goal is for you to quickly grasp some food for thought in less than 20 minutes, if not 15 minutes, and get back to hanging out with students in your ministry. I hope you're ready to hear the five tips today because we're going to dive in quickly and move through this episode fast, allowing you to get back with your family, your students, or whatever you're procrastinating from. Um, So here they are. Tip number one, have one main point and write your message around that. So ask yourself, why are you talking about what you're talking about? What do you want your students to know when you are finished? Once you know that, you'll know the destination. And again, I know that we live in an attention deficit culture that has a hard time listening, um, but they also are going to have a hard time remembering what you said. And the day where you could, you know, have three points all alliterated with the same letter at the beginning of it, that day's out the window. Having one main point keeps your message focused on the one life-changing truth you're trying to share. And it allows your prep to become easier and you can have all your illustrations, your stories, your videos, your application, and anything else tied to that one main point. But ultimately, I believe when you when you serve a student as you speak to them and you give them one main truth, I feel as if it's going to be easier for that teenager to remember that than a whole bunch of uh, truths in one message. So so find that one truth, focus in, in on it, and then teach it to them. Uh, tip number two, find a teaching outline that works for you. Now, there, there are a lot of outlines out there that you can use to begin to write the word that God wants you to teach. Uh, a few popular examples are Andy Stanley's Me We Gaji We, in other terms, uh, orientation, identification, illumination, application, and inspiration. I like this one personally, uh, as I've used it several times, and it's just easy to write to. Another classic one is the Hook Book Look took 
which is hooking the crowd with a story, taking them to the book, aka the Bible, looking at it, showing them the truth in there with the context, and allowing them to take it with them uh, via some sort of application. Um, you can also just start, you know, giving them uh, in your message with the main point, and then giving them your intro, whether that's a story. Uh, illustration or going to the Bible, sharing them the context and lastly, the truth in which they can find application in it. That's, that's another outline you can use. Either way, find a teaching outline that works for you. Tip number three, feedback is key when communicating with your students. You want to start by prepping your message in advance several days before you got to speak it so that you can sit down with either your church staff or youth volunteers and share with them um, your message, allowing them to affirm you, number one, but also give you simple suggestions. Or maybe it's rephrasing or rewording your content or even helping you out by giving you a fresh illustration to use. But that feedback is important before you go and speak to your students. Also, get feedback after you speak. So try recording your messages, sending it to a couple of trusted communicators and get their feedback, seeing what they can speak into to make you better at what you do. Lastly, some of the greatest feedback that I have comes from my spouse um, because she's honest, she's real, she has no mercy when it comes to telling me, eh, that wasn't your best and here's why. So if you have a spouse who's willing to let you know the absolute truth in order for you to get better, don't be afraid to listen to them as they love you well. Lastly, you can print off a sermon evaluation form and give it to one of your trusted volunteers or staff members so they can know what to look for when they listen to you and fill out that form so you can take that and uh, receive their feedback that way so you can be better for next time. Okay, tip number four. Your first minute is one of the most important minutes of your message, so make it count. Remember, the average student is not there for the message. I want to remind you of that. They are there for a ball of some sort, whether it's a basketball, football, gaga ball, nine square ball. They're there for the free food. They're there to hang out with their friends. And lastly, they're there probably to meet their new boyfriend or girlfriend. We need to be aware of that when we speak to them. And we need to be aware that we're, we are interrupting what they consider to be the good stuff. So make sure you do your absolute best to make that first minute to be what it seems like to be the most interesting minute of their life. I mean, use an invisible rope and pull them to the edge of their seat, listening to every word that comes out your mouth. Because the 60 seconds, it's really short, but it feels like a lifetime to a teenager with an attention deficit who will barely already watch a 30-second TikTok video. So how do you make sure you start well? I would suggest not with common language like hello or good morning, but rather start with some sort of bold statement. I mean, you can simply say, every teenager has a problem. <laughs> you can say something like that. that. That provokes curiosity. Or even with a question. What if I told you the way to overcome anxiety. These are thought through um, openers and they beg the answer and the students will be curious to see what you have to say. But ultimately it establishes that pain point or that problem 
And after saying that opening line, you can then share with teenagers what they love, which is a story. Say that opening line, then share a story. And I heard it said one time by one of my coworkers speaking on the subject to try never to be the hero of the story. Why? Because your own failure speaks volumes when it comes to a messed up, broken teenager. If they can identify what you were saying in the first 60 seconds, chances are you have them hooked for the next 20 minutes. So make sure you can have a great intro and memorize it well. A friend of mine said that you should know the intro and outro like the back of your hand. So that first 60 seconds is key in your message. All right, last tip is to get creative with the takeaway. You need to always ask, what is the takeaway from the message you're teaching? Is it a specific application to read their Bible for the next seven days for 17 minutes a day in the book of John at 7 a.m.? Now, you don't have to get that specific, but you know what I'm getting at. Maybe your takeaway is some sort of tangible reminder. If you're speaking on how God is a solid foundation for your life, maybe you give each of your students a rock to write their name on, to keep that in their pocket as a reminder that they are trusting in the rock. Um, hey, Lance Melsaps, you know, the minister to students at Prestonwood North Campus, he has a message where he shares with students to have commitment over compromise. Meaning, the truth is, having commitment to holiness rather than compromising their character. And at the end of every message, he gives out bracelets to each of the students as a reminder of that truth. But concerning takeaways, ask the question, what do I want them to do when they leave? Think of the path and the plan to an action-oriented task. And let it be easily doable, so compelling that they come back next week asking what's next. So get creative with your takeaways. Okay, that's the five tips. Let's review really quickly. Number one was have one main point and write your message around it. Ask yourself, you know, what's that one specific truth you can teach on from the passage you're teaching? Number two was find a teaching outline that works for you. Which outline are you going to choose from starting now? Number three, feedback is key when communicating with your students. Who are you going to ask to evaluate you while you teach and listen uh, to your message after it's recorded? Number four, your first minute is one of the most important minutes, so make it count. Uh, what's something different you're going to choose to do to make that first minute the best minute? And lastly, number five was Get creative with the takeaway. Think real quick. What are practical and tangible ways for your students to be reminded of the truth that you taught them? Well, there you have it. Two episodes and 10 tips to speaking to your students. If you found these tips helpful, I would encourage you to consider subscribing and reviewing the podcast. That way, others can find out about this community. Also, I have a free ebook called 30 Must Know Tips for Youth Ministry on my website, youthpastortips.com. You can be sure to give that a download and don't hesitate to reach out and find me on Insta. I'm willing to chat, youth ministry, wins, failures, all that kind of good stuff. But hey, never forget, you're awesome. Thanks for joining us this week on the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast. Make sure to visit our website at youthpastortips.com and also be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.
While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply share with another youth pastor about the show, that would help tremendously. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, and we'll see you next week.